Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Bog Talk Podcast Network here. We're coming at you this week with another episode of the Multiverse Murder Fest! This week it's round two. We're getting into it so that we can finish this up and head into the quarterfinals, which will, of course, be done live on our Swamp Club Discord server. You should be able to look below wherever you're listening for a link to that or head on over to our Instagram or any of our social pages, and there will be a link to that. Make sure to get signed up beforehand. We will be announcing the exact time of that live show soon. But until then, kick back, get swampy, and get ready for round two of the Multiverse! Murder Here we fucking go. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Multiverse Murder Fest. Round what? Like two, part two? Round two, part two, baby. Round two, part two. Here we fucking go. Quarterfinals, but we have got a little bit of housekeeping to do first. Yeah, we do. We gotta see. Housekeeping? Who's winning against Leprechaun and the Kiss Demon? Eddie versus the Pathology Doctor. And the Ozymandias with the Lament Configuration versus Mothman from the future. And then finally, to wrap up the night, another title card match. Coheed and Cambria versus Odorous Ungarus. Yeah! Yeah! This is gonna be gnarly. It's gonna be a gnarly one. Yeah. This is uh, this is gonna go to last time was a lot of comic book guys. You know, everything kept mm-hmm. a little PG thirteen rated for mm-hmm. love the belt kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's about to get brutal in this one, dude. I mean, odorous comes with an X rating, so every time, you know, yeah, just the way it is. Yep. So without further. I'm not going to say it again because I said it too many times last time. Somebody else. No. Man, I was thinking this earlier. We need like a bell or something like. (laughs) Well, who was it? We need a last beat. (laughs) So, yeah, we got Leprechaun versus the Kiss Demon first. Who had the Kiss Demon? That's me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm sticking with my Leppy boy. Oh, oh, Bog Talk. It's Bog what? Talk Smackdown. Because I honestly think that Leprechaun would take this no problem. Because, like, no. What, 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 what can the demon do? He wait, wait, wait. Hey, hang on. Hang on. We gotta say, we gotta, wait, are we diving in? Are oh, we yeah. going? Okay, oh, we gotta set up oh. a location. Okay, and I wholeheartedly agree. That the Kiss Demon himself is no match for Leprechaun, which is why I'm going to use my round two ask. Oh, yeah. I'm going to ask, because obviously I'm at the disadvantage here, for the return of the whole band. And that includes sending a car for Peter Chris. Wait, what? (laughs) It is a little shitty fucking sedan that he got dropped off in last time. Yeah, no, that that guy's not available to give him a ride again. My my rebuttal is just Peter Chris. Just Peter Chris? That's like just nothing, Peter dude. Chris. That'd be like a body like shield. Giving fucking Michael Myers some like nice Adidas in the first <laughs> round. Like or in the in the second <laughs> round, dude. Like, okay, cool. What's that do? Like Yeah, the leprechaun would pop in and be like, There's plenty of ways to skin a cat. Oh, see, yeah, <laughs> no, it's you you <laughs> 
you rebutted with that because you already had a one-liner. And it was great. It was a great no. one-liner. I actually didn't plan that. I was just kind of rolling That's... with it. But it sounds like I came up with it like two days ago. Um, Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest, man. Like, it's it's just Leprechaun going up against another full band. And he already knows what he's doing when it comes to that. Yeah. Leprechaun's technically got the highest body count so far. And Kiss is notoriously known for being a greedy band that will try to make money in any way. So him being like, oh, you're trying to steal gold from me, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's stealing well, I gold, dude. I think, I think they violated a contract. They made a wish too many. They're just using Leprechaun's likeness as their tour merch. Oh, he's coming in to try to get their money. Yeah, that's what Yeah, he just like hops up on stage and just confronts over part of everybody. That's you all. So, this is, so then like this is taking bitch. place at a Kiss concert at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. <laughs> this sounds like a Leprechaun movie. Yeah, Actually, yeah. <laughs> Where they would have been able to license Kiss during pre-production. But then at the last minute, they probably pulled out and they had to use some, like, really bad fast mill band, like... Cleveland! Party City! Like, the song just did a major key and shit. They just did off-brand versions. Yeah. Great growl, you kids. Um. So, yeah, I think... <laughs> I think asking for at least all right. I'll settle. I'll settle at uh. Which one do I want? I'll, I want Ace Freely. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Having like a, a second in commit. Well, actually, if they're if we're doing it at a Kiss concert, the whole band's gonna be there. The whole band, right? Okay. So I'm gonna say because <laughs> as a DM in D and D and all my various games, I follow what is called the rule of cool. And I think it's just, it's it's if something's cool, it supersedes anything that would be beneficial to the DM uh, or sometimes the entire session. But if it's cool, it happens. And I really, really like the idea of Leprechaun saying there's more than one way to skin a cat. And then just peeling Peter Chris's face off behind the, <laughs> like, just like, like jumping up behind him and like. Grabbing the top of his like at the hairline and just like, <laughs> and then so, like left hates drummers. Oh yeah, dude. He always he he. Oh, oh my god, you're right. It's the second time because it's a it's a leprechaun movie, dude. So like obviously he's just like all right, what worked first? Yeah, they, yeah, they they liked that scene in the first one, so we'll do that in the sequel too. It's cool. <laughs> oh yeah, so so that happens for sure. Um, well, doesn't doesn't the Kiss Demon have the the Kiss Army behind him, or is that last round? Oh, dude, they got decimated last, last time. Don't you remember? Those are pretty much wiped What's out. The Kiss Army. We were left with like That's three right. or four yeah. handfuls of dudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Gozer put up a good fight. Yeah. Mm. Go to the destroyer. But I, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Have have Peter Chris. Just snuffed out real quick. Real quick. Just get it out of the way. And like Gene Simmons and uh well, really like, oh no. No, 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 that's that's how this that's how it starts. They're fucking playing the show, Madison Square Garden, 
they're like, all right, here's Peter. He's about to start his drum solo. So this whole set becomes like center stage. You know what I mean? He's getting risen up in the air and shit. And then a green puff of smoke leprechaun appears on his shoulders and just rips his face off. And everyone goes fucking wild in the crowd, dude, yeah. because they think it's part yeah. of the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Peter yeah. Chris is actually cool. <laughs> Lep uses some magic and has him start drumming, and everybody's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" No, it's just Lep like hopping around and jumping on the drums and like slapping the cymbals with his hands. It'd be really cheesy, yes. and then he'd probably backflip off it and land on the stage. And then Ray is some one of the other guys like Gene Simmons goes to grab. He just is like, "Thank you, Cleveland." Puffs Dis- disappears. Puts an illusion up so that Paul Stanley thinks there's a beautiful young woman trying to kiss him, but it's actually one of the pyrotechnics before it goes off. Now, oh, having that's like some Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Lep loves doing that. The, the little little uh, illusions that lead people to think that oh, I'm gonna kiss a beautiful woman, or like I'm gonna put my face in this girl's boobs, but it's actually lawnmower blades. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that pyrotechnic thing, that would be a good move. Uh, yeah. I think it would be really funny to see too. Like he's just like <laughs> trying to like lean down into the crowd and kiss a girl. And just... So, okay. so I, I will also now, um, so, we have established that they come from the realm of hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the okay. kiss demon and his, his buddies here. Right. So they understand okay. then they would have a knowledge of how to control spirits in hell because they command the KISS army. Does that stop? Does that follow? Sure. Okay, mm-hmm. so they would be familiar with the use of consecrated iron to deal with malevolent spirits. Ah, now you're thinking. See where I'm coming here? Where I'm going here? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Gene Simmons' axe. Yes! Right, he's already made of consecrated iron. Already, dude. That's what he's been. He's Ooh. been wielding that since the dawn of time, dude. He's been. He's been waiting for his moment. Oh, he saw one of those for sale on Facebook Marketplace the other day. Nice. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> I should get it and tune it to Drop E for the next. Yes, hour. yes. <laughs> uh, so your move left. Oh, damn. Gene Simmons is actually knowing that is going to stand right over the recently skinned body of his comrade and just start probably my friend of misery. <laughs> and we're double sued now because it's Kiss and Metallica. <laughs> and then at the drum th- that's fucking left behind him and he turns around he's gonna take a swing at him he's gonna miss he's just puff back into smoke at first then he's gonna be on top of him grabbing his eyes trying to rip his face off like he did to Peter Chris trying to do his evil deeds his evil deeds um uh uh confetti bomb poof oh he teleports away and left is the one that's like Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, like, little, little taste your own medicine, you little shit. Uh, and then he's standing behind him, and uh, I think he's gonna. I think we're we're gonna see a. I think we're getting pretty even in this fight here. We've got an iron axe, a little bit of magic, but Lep's got the magic on me. 
Is Ace Freely still alive? Oh yeah. Okay, I was about Ace to say. Ace Freely and Paul Stanley. I thought Paul Stanley got blasted in the face with pyrotechnics. Oh wait, whole... yeah, shit. Yep. Yeah. It's just it's just legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his boots. Just knees smoldering. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Ace Freely's still alive. Okay, so I think I would think Lev would gonna... probably try to run away and try to split him up. Uh, oh, dude, Ace Freely's gonna hop on that flying fucking flying guitar from the first one. He's just gonna start chasing him just with like the whole time. The only way he <laughs> can power the flying guitar is by going, yeah! Is it just fucking? It just sounds like a one loud harmonic the whole time. Just wow! As he's like cruising down, chasing him down. Gene's going to get the, the hit, and he's going to try to lead him around. He's going to chase Leprechaun, and he's going to lead him through a corridor. Gene's going to be standing on the other side just waiting like a baseball. Like that episode of Law & Order where he hits the dude with the the, the two-by-four. Only it's an axe oh, and man. a Leprechaun. But then Lep would probably do a little teleport just so he could get a cartoon joke and being like, Hey, buddy, oh. I think he went that way. And then run off. So, <laughs> so like, it's, it's He's like waiting for the corridor. corridor. Yeah. <laughs> no! Oh, the moneymaker, the solo player, man. Oh, God. So it's down to just Gene and Lep after Gene has decapitated his comrade. And as Gene is sitting there crying over his bandmate, what have I done? Lep comes up with his little, what does he even have? I think he's got like a little like shillelagh, shillelagh thing most right? of the time. Yeah. For the most part, or like he has really fucking nasty nail claws too. But like, he comes up behind him, thinking he's gonna get the jump on him, get the fucking rip off his face or whatever the fuck he wants to do. That's his goal. That's what he wants. He's not gonna get it. Yeah, he wants to stick his tongue out of it like he's fucking Gene Simmons. Oh damn! (laughs) That's kind of the kill shot. That's what's happening in his dream bubble, you know? He's just ripping it off. And, eh. <laughs> Fuck. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a lot better. I think, I mean, because Gene just, I mean, I see him just going berserker, man. He's just going to start swinging, breathing fire and swinging this axe. Maybe even heat up the axe with his fire breath and start swinging it around. Oh, that's pretty fucking Purely epic. for the imagery, right? Spread this white hot axe. <laughs> cutting through shit. Basically um, on fire. You know... Oh, I don't know. Keep going. That's, that's I, I mean, that's... I, it, like I said, we're, we're now... It's one-on-one, and uh, we've got Berserker Kiss Demon with a flaming iron axe versus a malevolent pseudo-trickster god. <laughs> Demigod at best. Uh, yeah, Demi got it best. Because he's he's more of a fairy, technically, by uh, a Gaelic so standards. He's fae. Yeah. So it's a demon versus fae. This happens a lot in D&D. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just picture it like the like somebody explaining this as if it was like some battle for like the ancients or whatever and it was like... like that. It's like that scene in Pick of Destiny where he's like Picks up the guitar, takes up the pick, and starts to run mad licks or whatever. Yeah, it's like that's 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 the guy or that's the uh, left with, with his bass just picks it up and just starts to run his face off. 
Yeah. Oh no! He picks up the fucking guitar of Paul Stanley, and they fucking start having a shred off. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's so good. Gene with the flaming guitar. Yeah, yeah, Gene with the fucking white hot bass licking it down all fucking down the fucking thing, and then you got Lep over there playing along with him, fucking shredding. <laughs> Just so and he I mean, can sell that on a fucking poster. And, and if yeah. that's if that's the situation, I I I mean Gene's I mean, you know, I I I would think Gene would have the upper hand. I, I don't know what I, Leprechaun's guitar playing capacity would be, but then right. again, he is a magical person that can right. So he probably could so do pretty well. That, but I'm saying that historically, the last time someone from hell challenged someone from another realm to a musical uh, face-off, hell lost because of the humans. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man, is Leprechaun about to fucking so beat him in a rock off and send him to hell? See, that's literally shreds Gene's face off. Oh my god, and he still gets to fucking wear his face. Yeah, it just peels back off. It just peels off of Gene's face. It's like a Metalocalypse death scene where he just starts bleeding and the fucking face just peels off itself. And then. The final shot right there is Leprechaun picking up the, the Gene Simmons face and putting it on to the <laughs> Fuck, Crab man. is going fucking nuts because they love it. I haven't watched that episode yeah. of Scooby-Doo to, like, prepare for this. I thought that I had my fire breath and my concussion <laughs> confetti grenades ready to go, but... You didn't even use the fire breath! I did. I used it to heat up the oh. guitar, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Make the face so hard. He shreds so hard he turns into John Goblicon. Summons him. They just rip him apart together. <laughs> um, John Goblicon moves on. John Goblicon is here now. <laughs> Shit, man. All right, there we go. I'm pretty sure I put him in as one of the. Yeah, he uh, was. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was. The seeds. There it is, Leprechaun man. Leprechaun wins. Leprechaun moves on, sending the kiss demon back to hell for the final time. But the fucking thing is, dude, it's fucking kiss. It's not the They'll final time. They're going to be back this fucking summer with another farewell tour. And a new pinball machine, too. Oh, yeah. why not? Kids don't yeah. play pinball, right? No, Gene. Hipsters play pinball, and they only play the old ones. So, I don't know, dude. That Metallica one is pretty sick. Iron Maiden one's sick. Iron Maiden's pretty cool, yeah. Speaking of, hey. another pinball machine rep. Oh, what a perfect segue. Who's got Pathology Doctor? I'm pretty sure that's me, and I know okay. absolutely nothing. So I'm I'm sure Eddie's about to make short work of me. Well, Eddie, yeah. Eddie. I, I don't know because you could argue if, if we're going because I, I like and I, I don't know what I guess I guess it kind of depends on like how you're approaching pathology doctor as far as like like is it like just one record or is it because for me like that was that was kind of the thing is like when I was looking up all, I, I sent you guys that video of the like like how strong is Eddie actually yeah. in like comparison and stuff and like there's like I guess like every every like version of him is like part of a bigger eddie is part of like his main thing so like they're all like the souls of like the bigger you know so like each different part is a piece of it i guess he's got like the 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 power of a what is it like a 
how do they call those? Like the, the stars? Uh, Supernova? Something like that, yeah. It's like a superstar or something. Like Quasar? Uh, dwarf star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a dwarf star. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's the big, like, yeah. It's the, the guy from, uh, mostly, I think they, they were kind of in, because, like, they, they talked about the ones, like, from the video games and stuff. But they also talked about that one, which is, like, I guess kind of like, uh, what's the, what's the album? Uh, it's not, it's, I think it's like just before, uh, it's, it's the space one. Final Frontier. Oh, yeah. That is a space one. Yeah. The one before that one? Yeah, well, that was, that was the one I was thinking. I was, I was going to say the one before, uh, um, God, what's the Souls? Oh, Book of, Book of Souls. Yeah, which I don't know if that's right or not because I feel like there was not in between there. But but you could you could also argue that like pathology doctor, there's like there's quite a few. Like there's the one where he's like in space and stuff, and there's the one that so like you could I feel like you know, you could you could have that kind of like you know, kind of kind of like size it up in that sense. Because there's quite a few different iterations of him. So like I don't know, I feel like they're pretty even. Okay, then I pick the pathology doctor from Lords of uh, what does that say? Repame, Refam, Refam, Refame. I think so. Lords of Refame. He basically looks like he's uh, leading a bunch of like biomechanical creature humanoids things, and there's like a Metroid-looking thing on it. Oh, wait, no, that's a person in, like, a breathing apparatus. I thought it looked like a Metroid. It's very sci-fi themed. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm thinking he's very uh, mother-brained with, like, small wave of these things. Not, like, crazy, but they're mostly just fodder anyway, because, I mean, come on, it's Eddie. (laughs) He's gonna eat him. So we're having uh, so bi- what? What you're saying is we're having a space battle for this one. Yeah, he's trying to like siege the doctor who is like just outside this like uh, pyramid they have on this nice looking album art, and he's going through these weird biomechanical zombie things. He's chopping through them. Yeah. He's he's uh he's hanging out in the pyramid, and uh, it's 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 a very like like tesseract or not? Yeah, it's like kind of like tesseract kind of view. Like is Eddie? I don't know. I guess I guess I'm I'm picking Final Frontier Eddie. So I guess I'm picking like the weird like creature that's on the front of it. Oh um, uh, yeah, kind of thing. So he's trying to like get up to the pyramid and stuff because he's got the I don't know something. <laughs> Oh, okay. So he's like a zombie thing himself. It's funny because these like spacemen like things space also battle. are kind of like the things that are on the pathology album art that I was using. <laughs> the little breathing apparatus things that they have, kind of like that. Oh yeah. So Eddie was feasting on actual normal explorers. And now, 
the doctor is claiming them with the fucking atmosphere of the actual place, turning them into these biomechanical monsters to throw at him. So he's going through a zombie movie, basically, but he's also kind of a zombie thing. (laughs) Space zombie versus space zombie. The inevitable conclusion of the sci-fi genre. (laughs) Yeah. These kind of alien zombies versus these kind of alien zombies. They can't turn each They're different kinds of zombies. Yep. They just have to rip through each other. And fight! Yeah. So I'm thinking that at the very least, this small lesion of like biomechanical things are going to slow Eddie down. So like buy in time at the very least to charge up whatever this doctor can do because it also looks yeah, like I'm looking uh, at his it looks like he's got something in his album right here yeah it looks like he's he can like shoot something because there's like something oh no nope never mind behind his hand there is actually a big old crater in the planet behind him that's what that I'm is seeing these giant ships that I don't think are his I think those are just he's Mars almost Mars. like a very like cyborg looking. It also looks like he has tendrils. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely. I'm assuming he's, he's got definitely some very octopus. biomech versus <clears throat> Frontier. Final Frontier Eddie is pure like biomutation. Yeah, so kinda, we got like he kind of reminds me of like a dead space demon. Like a a necromorph? Yeah. A necromorph. Cool word. But more, is, love that word. A bit more powerful. Yeah, I also see that uh, Doctor's got some uh, arm shade, well, yeah, arm spikes. Yeah, if up. this becomes a martial battle, it's going to be pretty close. Yeah, because like he's got at least like a little bit of armor protecting him with the biomechanical stuff, and like with the small horde, it's going to be decent fight through that, you know? It's going like, to be a decent fight, but I'm also seeing that... Oh, excuse me. Uh, Final Frontier, Eddie, already has some pretty wickedly uh, exposed parts. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming short of full physical destruction, this Eddie is going to continue to fight down to the last cell. Right, yeah, until like yeah. he actually can't move anymore. Well what I'm what I'm kind of seeing from that is like there's like the thing that's going into the helmet, which kind of I don't know if that's like oh but I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that's like taking the taking the life from him. So like he kind of like regenerates health. Oh yeah, you think he charges his batteries that way too? So when he's going through all the things that the doctor's throwing at him, he kind of like absorbs that, and then I'm not sure what the axe thing is. I guess it's kind of like a it's a badass guitar. It's there, it but it isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some of it. Just yeah, it looks like kind of like a club thing. <laughs> This, I mean, this sounds pretty even. 
I like their. It's, yeah, it's it is their fair. It's a fairly good match. So it's in space. They're fairly even, so nobody gets uh, a perk. Um, I mean, I would, I would, I would argue that the doctor is almost more because it looks like, like from this, it kind of looks like he's taken, you know, like he can like absorb the power from from everybody. So like as as is kind of like the dude that's in the center. Like it looks like he's almost grabbing him, like pulling him towards him. Right, like he's like almost like sucking them into his form to make himself bigger. Yeah. So the doctor uses the horde to do that, you think? That's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing. So if that's the case, then the more Eddie kills, the less big he can get. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Mm. It's like a really like two-step boss battle kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know Eddie's wiping through him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah. taking little little tips here and there, but he's definitely getting he's definitely feeling it. Yeah, nothing well, so life threatening, but yeah. We we've kind of said that both of them are able to kind of do the same sort of thing. So essentially, as yeah. As, as long as he keeps throwing stuff at Eddie, then he's gonna keep growing from it. And as long as the doctor keeps absorbing everybody else. It's like it's like a bet. Like they just kind of keep going until they're just like floating in space. Just, just until he's in other album art where he's standing on top of the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the logical. <laughs> yeah, he becomes a planet-sized doctor. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, that's. And you're think, just like throwing haymakers in space, just floating around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I mean, got I'm Eddie honestly, in the fucking final frontier when I'm climbing up him. Oh, because I think the only thing that would give, I guess if we're, if we're going off of that, the only thing that I feel like gives Eddie the, the upper hand is that he's not, he's not, he's not really like, mortal he's not like human i would say whereas the pathology doctor looks like he's a bit more of like a like a cyborg kind of robot type feel yeah it looks Maybe. like he could definitely be powered down with the right kind of yeah, hits and nice. stuff but but yeah, he's also like gets thrown into the sun he's gone eddie gets thrown into the sun there's a thousand other eddies it, yeah, yeah there's still eddies but there's not that eddie that he picked yeah oh oh yeah You're- he turns into Book of Souls, Eddie. And just, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be Icarus. Phase three. Okay, because I think Pathology Doctor at least has like the genius level intellect to uh, realize what he's up against at some point. Because like yeah. this version of Eddie is like very monster-like in its own way, and like he knows his fair share of doc- or monsters at this point. He also knows his yeah. fair share of doctors. <laughs> I miss. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that maybe Pathology Doctor has uh, a decent chance up against this version of Eddie yeah, specifically. Just I think it's like, pretty. He also has like the tendrils that he can like grab onto him with and like potentially fucking get some really cheap shots in, you know? Yeah, that was that was one of those that I I didn't really see that until I started looking at it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't see. <laughs> I was really like looking through it while we were talking because like. 
I don't know anything about this character too much. It's just like I put him on there because I was like, what is a metal fucking mascot I can think of? Yeah, there wasn't many. Especially ones for like slam bands and stuff. There's not a whole lot of uh, reoccurring yeah. things. I could have put fucking Bob on here for Volvadania, but <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Killing me lately. <laughs> God, dude, those Bob yeah. memes are great. Yeah. <laughs> So are we? I guess I guess we roll on this one. Yeah, I'm open get, to that. Get the die. Oh God! What, what, what color we got? I got a green and a blue today. Okay, so uh, let's go green for Eddie because his monster is green, and I'm pretty sure the pathology cover is blue. There we go. Okay, that was easy. All right. I don't like leaving the fate of Eddie up to a dice roll here. Like this. I don't either. I don't either. Aaron, you did not fight that hard enough. Hey, like, <laughs> I was trying. Everything I can come on. I was trying to fight for both sides, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, honestly, the idea of, like, this being, like, a fucking horde battle was, like, a way cooler idea overall. Uh-oh. Oh, like no. That. Oh, no. So, as opposed to the last time that I roll, this one is a lot closer. Oh shit, for real? Okay, so it's not a 1 to 14 this time? No. It is. The score comes down 18 to 13. With Eddie walking away victorious! I'm so bad at this. Yeah! And yes! 18, taking the path. 13 down. All right. Wop, wop, wop. Um, ah, well fought. I mean, Mother I kind of had a feeling Eddie was going to win deep in my yeah. soul. That was a good one. Yeah. I like that you actually can put a score for that one. Dude. That's funny. Yeah, I should do it for, Mother. Do it for the other one, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was, uh, that was a nail-biter, dude. I was really scared of yeah. those, those dice roll. I mean, yeah, you really anyone... sold it with the looks. Everyone's up. Nope, never mind. Cut that part of the video out. I didn't realize. Shit, that's on my desk. Anyways, yeah. No, just even if even if you I, don't trust me, whatever. It, we're the council. It's our tournament. Fucking yeah. Fuck you. Who are you to say? What are you gonna argue the rules with me? I made the rules. <laughs> I the have the rules. Out. The rules went out the window when we made a Wendigo cyber, cyborg hybrid. Yeah, and Ozymandias uh, convinced uh, Pinhead to let him use him as a tool later. Um, okay, so r- real quick, you guys are going to have to help me. Now, Ozymandias, he, what, what did he take from Pinhead? The Lament configuration. Okay, and, 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 and what is that? Oh, That's the, the thing rock. that keeps the Cenobites in for, like, Hellraiser, so... It's, like, it's wh- like the bell you ring to summon the Cenobites. Yeah, you solve okay. the muzzle, muzzle box. box. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. It's, it's no, you don't solve it. You open it. You start the puzzle box. And when you yeah. start the puzzle box, it opens oh, up... Oh, you have to solve stars, it later. And then you have to solve it to put the Cenobites back to lock the door again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ozymandias has the ability to release the Cenobites. Yes. Yeah. Now, if he releases them, are they at his command, or...? Well, 
I mean, they just doing their own thing. How familiar are you with the Pinhead series? Or the, I've never seen a single series. movie. Oh my gosh! Okay. Never. No, never dude, you should watch the first three. Like, <laughs> I mean, so like good. literally, like. And if you like cheesy Ooh. horror, watch the whole series and just stop expecting them to be good. Um, yeah, I think four was the last time they actually made a four good was movie, what, but they still. I think so. Yeah, Bloodline yeah. was okay. Maybe. Uh, and then what they was... the next one I was Pinhead in space, and it. Hmm. What. Whenever what they go to the space, with the detective that was that was, kind of was like a one-off. that was a three six. Was, was that it? six really? Yeah, wow. I feel like that was early so. in the series. Man, that series is so, so fucking long. I'm pretty sure that's like six. Yeah. Uh, they need to make anyways, like eighteen more so, so that they can beat the puppet master. The whole thing throughout Ooh. the series is when the box is opened, the Cenobites demand someone comes with them. Or that the person that has summoned them will find them someone to submit to the box. Well, okay, so if the person finds someone, like, is it like, I tell the Cenobites I choose this person and they go after them? Or how does that work? I think you have to oh, lure then, them to the Cenobites. Yeah, you have to bring them to yeah. the Cenobites. Ah. I mean, that's in the movies. I mean, like, at this point... I think that we're just kind of looking at the Lamette configuration as like a grenade that like when you pull it, you better be ready to convince the Cenobites to take the other person instead of Ozymandias. Because Hellraiser okay. 2's whole thing is Kirsty solved the box and closed it, and then the next time it gets opened, they're like, we're coming for you, bitch! You opened it! <laughs> the box! You opened it! We came! Like, yeah. oh, God, I love those fucking movies! I don't know. I need to rewatch them. Now we're talking about it. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll do a we'll do a dive on it on the whole series. You and I. Oh my god, dude! The whole series. Oh yeah, dude! I want to go right Ooh. up to Fat Pinhead. We could do it with all like it, I, I've fucking never seen any of them. All right, dude, well, we should do a shorter series. We so. should do Scream. We do it too. Scream. We should do Scream. <laughs> I might be able to get behind screen, but I feel like that like I, there's already so much to be said. Anyways, way off topic here. Yeah. So okay, so if the lament, we're looking at the lament okay, so have, if yeah, it opens, got it. Ozman yeah. just better be able to convince them to take All right. his victim versus himself. All right. So, so it's, it's like a last we're at the halfway effort, point, and I'm going yeah. to be arguing Mothman from the future. Yeah. Uh, to do that effectively, I need to go bring my bladder break. Oh, okay. Well, a little girl bladder on him. Go ahead, Aaron. Like, like Osmanius basically has the ability to manipulate this in any way. Yeah, because Osmanius is also a super genius that has like superhuman reflexes and all that, sons. Like, like. Yeah. He's pretty stacked, not gonna lie. Well, is- and I'm not talking about his abs. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Aaron? What is, how did how did like how did we reach Mothman from the future? How did that happen? I don't remember that battle. <laughs> Mike went on a tangent. Yeah. It ended up with because I think we had not enough information about the actual monster, the Mothman, and he was like, "How about it's Mothman, but from a future state that the Watchmen kept going in?" And like, it's wild because he also failed to realize that 
The Watchmen is now part of the DC universe after Rebirth, and Doctor Manhattan like rebooted the entire timeline. <laughs> yeah, but DC doesn't know mm. what they're doing with their continuity. They they reboot it like every four years now. Yeah, it seems like it. That's the other thing too is we don't we never really clarified how like sentient Mothman is, and him being from the future, like he could pull some shit too you know what i mean like yeah he if he essentially he could essentially no yeah yeah exactly that either that or at least know enough about ozymandias to be <laughs> a match you know oh yeah true yeah because like he could have uh, definitely right. like read up on ozymandias like fighting styles Maybe exactly not. exactly run us run us through how we got, how we got <laughs> mothman from the future Oh yeah, dude. No, it was totally my call. Um, so <laughs> we had to decide which Mothman we were talking about. Uh yeah. you remember there's and and we were already talking about how Bigfoot was an interdimensional traveler and how all these cryptids have a lot more to them than meets the eye. Uh except mm. Nessie is a dinosaur. So was it because that one like fucking first person witness of the Mothman like didn't really like know what the fuck she was looking at? Because yeah, because the brain couldn't process it. Yeah, right. I was super under the influence when I argued that, and it totally made sense at the time. We were we were reaching on that one. We reached (laughs) right. Yeah, Uh, good thing too because if it would have just been like. The Mothman versus Ozymandias, so just be like, I'm just gonna step on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So is it Mothman oh. the superhero, or is it like a future version of the monster? It is. It is the inter uh, future time traveler that comes back and plays tricks and jokes. So he's like what? Booster Gold, but different. What does what does Mothman have at his disposal? I guess is the big so, question. So, uh, foreknowledge and um, the ability to give sunburns with his eyes, <laughs> and he can and he can fly while standing Ooh, upright. Gee. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that, that's that's literally uh in a bunch of the reports of the Mothman, uh people oh. that he talked to ended up with like intense. <coughs> oh shit! Hold on. <coughs> Super intense sunburns from like like one guy got talked to through his car window while it was like rolled halfway down, and like the angle that the guy was looking down from. The exposed skin had sunburn, like part of his face and his neck and his chest. Mm. Uh, well, could, other people that were uh, banging about by an old TNT factor ended up with sunburns on their crotches because uh, Mothman was like, "What's that?" Oh. I'm assuming. So then, couldn't it be more like he's radioactive? Yeah, that was kind of what I was getting at. It was like, okay, so we're from the future, so so. A set, like essentially that could have mutated to some okay. extent or he just had heat vision 
No, I think I, I like the idea of it being radioactive, so it's not just where he's looking at you, but right. like, it's just the exposed skin. Right. Yeah. Okay, so radioactive Mothman from the future versus Ozymandias with the Lumic <laughs> configuration. Where are we fighting, dude? I'd say we fight. I don't know. What are you thinking? Abandoned I'm going to say Mothman. Yeah, Mothman is going to find Ozymandias. Because, again, foreknowledge. Right. So a wall of TVs, like Ozymandias is known to do. Mothman goes looking for him because he knows he has the Lamech configuration. And that's the key to winning Mortal Kombat. (laughs) No multiverse murder fest. Jesus Christ. Come on, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's trying to fix the sacred timeline with the TVA. Don't, don't, don't. That was the last episode. Wrong show, We're being sued by everyone. We're being sued by everyone. This is over. <laughs> so is that is that what's happening? Is that what's... Yeah. I don't know. You guys are fighting. I'm just... No, I think... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So he's definitely... Uh, he's going to seek him out. Where? Probably at, at Osmandis' uh, little winter retreat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Having fixed the big hole made by Dr. Manhattan's massive fist. So Ozymandias... Oh, I so Ozymandias <laughs> is... Uh, is made a big imprint in the snow when he squatted down to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ozymandias is in his winter retreat. He is, what is he doing? He's having some hot cocoa by a fire. Watching he's his million TVs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got the million TVs, but one of them, yeah, he's just fucking playing Fortnite under the name Noob Master 69 Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That would be funny shit. I heard you're kind of a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and so what happens? That's the setting. That right Take there, dude. Uh, straight up. Um... <clears throat> Just like sitting next to him. Yeah, he's got on the yeah. couch, like on a pillow. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it's tough because, <laughs> like, foreknowledge versus like the smartest, quickest human being on the planet, according to his lore. Uh, I think Mothman's just gonna make a swipe at it. I think he's gonna like, yeah, bust in fucking guns a blazing. And you're gonna have Ozzy Mendes being like, you know, I knew I was you were gonna be here. Like, why did you even try that? And like I knew you knew. Like you see, knew I knew, and you knew that I also knew that you knew. So what Mothman like busts into the ceiling or something? Yeah, the same like right the same spot where the fist came through, he flies through and breaks the skylight again. <laughs> Osmond's like it's weaker because it was poorly done. Do you have any idea what it takes to get someone out to fucking Antarctica to fix a skylight? <laughs> that's that's such a Marvel move. <laughs> <laughs> Punching up this new Joss Whedon movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, it worked. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I helped build a franchise, man. So Mothman crashes through the ceiling. He's gonna grab that shit, man. He's gonna go for it. 
Not necessarily. Strong right right for, well, he's going the right plan. for the lament configuration. Oh, yeah. He's well, going on the right. Plan, but like when he grabs it, fucking. Is that, is that a thing that. Is yeah, that a thing cool. you can. Is that a thing you can do? No, can you, you like have to, possibly you, set if, it up so, like, no, when you get put, no, pressure if, put on it, if you, if you, consci- you have to like you forcibly have to open consciously, it. No, you have to consciously start opening it because it's, oh. it's like you opening the box is what brings them there. Your curiosity of the box. Damn. Okay, because I was thinking he could like rig it so that like when he picks it up, the box opens so that technically Bothman was the one that opened it. Right. Fuck. So yeah, no, that just that completely mm. makes my point null and void. Okay. Well, both of them are clearly very curious. Yeah, like both of them are clearly very curious about it. So either one of them could open it if Mothman traveled back through time to get to it. So either of them have the ability, at but the very did, least. Did he go back to get it away from Ozzy Mendez or to use it himself? Comes a motive thing altogether now. Well, no. I would say get it away. Yeah, take it away from Ozzy Mendez. Yeah. Well, now Mothman. Now mm-hmm. here's where I. The reason I like being from the future, and the whole reason I picked this was because now I get to argue time travel. So here's the thing: if he goes Your and he grabs thing. it because of something Ozymandias was going to do, and he prevents him from doing it, one of two. Since possibilities he's from the future, happen. so he wouldn't fucking exist anymore. Well. Right. A, yeah, he eliminates the reason for him going back in time, therefore eliminating him going back in time at all. Meaning, Mothman phases out of existence. Right. B, time split where, you know, Avengers style, your future now becomes the past. And now he also created his new future by reinsuring that. So he's going through his new future, meaning now that he has the box, the future that he like he he wouldn't necessarily have a plan after this. This is all. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to really go back to his timeline then at that point if we're Marvels. No fucking and giving it because well then take oh man. So we're multiversing it. So I guess we gotta decide. Time travel. Which multiverse we're gonna fucking Terminator or Time Cop? <laughs> so where the rules don't matter? Because no, on both no, ends sorry. of that spectrum, that <laughs> sorry, Terminator two or Time Cop. Okay. Yeah, because like if you just say the Terminator franchise, time travel means nothing in that fucking movie. Well, Terminator Terminator one is bootstrap where him going back is the reason Skynet got created so it was always going to happen that single timeline whereas Terminator 2 is he went back and changed it but it still happened because of his actions so it was always going to happen he just changed how so it's multiple timelines god damn it James Cameron god right the incomparable James Cameron. Have any of you watched Future Man? That new- I yes, have only yes, watched the yes. first like three episodes. I watched all of it. Okay, you remember the episode when they go to the future and it's James Cameron's house and the AI is sitting yes, talking about yes, him? Yes. The insufferable James <laughs> Who's Cameron. the AI? I can't remember who played it. 
It was somebody f- super fucking famous too. It was like was it Sigourney Weaver or like? It might have been. Uh, um, I can't remember, but it was awesome. But so yes. so at this point, Mothman's got the event configuration. He has gotten it away from Ozymandias because of whatever he was gonna do, and I think he's gonna open it. Mothman opens it. You yep. think he'd be that foolish? I don't know anything about Mothman. Just kind of assuming that he it's wouldn't be a dummy. Well, no, no, well, you're right. He wouldn't. No, well. yeah, it's a good point because he took it from Ozymandias, obviously because he opened it and something bad happened, right? Right. right yeah. Maybe he killed his mom in the future and he's like, no, I can't miss my mummy. We're not doing the Flash. Oh, I mean, come on. It's <laughs> kind of a heart tugger, you know? Like, they did it pretty decently in the, the CW. They did it well. I don't think that uh, the, the the Hellraiser universe has a place for that. I don't <laughs> that kind of positivity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like the inversion of it, where like it backfires on him, and he is the fucking dummy that opens up the lament configuration because he's like, well, maybe. I mean, what? Like, I could I be this. that guy? Well, maybe I could be powerful. Like, Mothman would have to get through whatever's thrown at him past opening the box, right? And, yeah. And assuming assuming that he would have the knowledge of that somehow, because he's from the future, I, like, I don't know. This is a tough one. Yeah. Uh. Because it Man. basically comes down is- to <laughs> who opens the box and who the Cenobites take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know. that's a roll, then. Just it might be a roll. Based on... It's, like, it, I see. We should do two rolls. One for who, who the Cenobites the take. Yeah, who yeah. opens the box and who okay. the Cenobites... And then one for who the Cenobites take. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's good. Because that would make a really cool story. What's in the box? And then we could do a third <laughs> roll to see if that person actually makes it through. All right. Ooh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. If, if they can make it through, like, we'll give them, like, a margin of, like, five points, maybe. Okay. Like, do, like, a, we'll have, like, a peak that they have to hit instead. So, like, it'd be, like, 20 through 15 that they'd That's... have to hit on the roll called a dice check score i like where your head's at yeah so like it's like not like a crazy like likely situation but it's just enough that it would make it kind of spicy okay mm. gold for world? ozymandias i'm going pink for mothman nice all right sunburn okay. all right highest what's the box lowest score opens the box all right damn switching it up Oh, Ozymandias opens the box with a four. Ooh. Okay. So okay. So now it's a battle of the wits yeah. of them yeah. trying to convince the Cenobites who to take. Right. So highest score wins, meaning the other dexterity check. Yeah. Well, this the first one was a dex check. This is a whiz check. Or uh, maybe, no, this would be a charisma check because they have to argue. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. 
All right, Ozymandias with the 19. Oh, Mothman fuck. with a 12. Mm. Oh. oh. But okay. can Mothman make it through? Mothman, yeah, right? So Mothman, solo roll here. 15 to 20, he comes back as a Cenobite and takes Ozymandias. Oh! Oh my god, Cenobite oh, Mothman yes! from the future. He did it! Genius. He did it with a 16! Oh. Oh! Cenobite oh. Mothman for the future! Oh god! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what the, the fuck even is this tournament anymore? It's turned into just dice rolls of what the fuck. Oh my ah! god! <laughs> oh shit! I think man oh, didn't even win. He got taken by the newly formed Mothman Cenobite. He didn't see it coming. The Mothman Cenobite. From the future. Gee. From the future. <laughs> FTF. I, yeah. Future, future Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even fit on the thing. He wins with the 16. Ooh. Oof. Holy shit. That's Damn, amazing. I, 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 honestly, I did not expect that. That was intense. That's oh, amazing. That setting that dice check to see if he makes it through the centuries of torture. To show that because he's a time traveler, so that's the thing. He gets taken, and then immediately, like as soon as Ozymandias is like, "Ha, huh, I win. I guess I move on to the next round." Fucking future Mothman Cenobite is standing behind him and just yes. sex tortures him. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I um. Well done. I'm so that was a great. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That, that was a great round. That was a great round. Oh, fucking beautiful. I, I feel I feel like this next round is a little bit it's not gonna be as um so wait, wait real quick close. real quick before we move on um so he's he's a Cenobite, right? So does that mean that he has the Lamech configuration or does that he, mean that he has the powers of a Cenobite? He has the power so of a Cenobite, but he's no he's not bound by time because he can time travel. So he can just like disappear for half a second when he's with the Cenobites, go do his own thing, and be back before they even knew he was gone. Yeah, because he's on his own time frame. So who has the Lament configuration? It's just I think it just kind of goes back into the ether. In, no, it's just sitting in Ozymandias' abandoned Arctic fucking tomb now, man. Wait so it's up for grabs if we ever need it. Explore. So if we were to fight again at that location... It would be up for grabs. Somebody, it would be up for grabs. So, so. Oh, oh yeah. In, so, like, all right, all right. So, so we're getting in. We're getting into the last round. Um, I'm thinking I'm gonna play off of this, and I'm gonna say that Odorous is okay. So, so he's 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 feeling pretty burnt out, right? He's, he's like they they've written all the songs they possibly could about their own universe, right? We gotta go off of like he's burnt out like the fucking off the last battle because remember all these people were in TARDISes floating yeah. in space I've, I've, so yeah. he just fought Vic and now he's just been sitting there since yeah he's feeling pretty restless right so he he hears about this thing from 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 one of the uh, planets he fucked up yeah and he's like he's like oh shit there's this there's this box out there right 
that I need to find that could possibly open. And then that kind of leads in. He's like, he's he's trying. Basically, what I'm getting at is he's trying to look for inspiration <laughs> for the next record, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> you heard about the, the most brutal thing in the universe, and it's actually the main configuration. Yeah. So he goes and tries to find it. And meanwhile, who's standing in his way? <laughs> Two oh, my that are wiping off Ghostface blood currently. <laughs> well. So well, in that, in that, you know, honestly, like that, that kind of works out perfectly because Coheed Cambria is a very like, very like spacey. Oh very, yeah, you know, dude. Like, oh, this this, ma- this battle works in universe. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I guess we start there. Maybe I don't know. Like start on like a certain. Planet. I mean, I mean, but here's my thing though. Here's my thing though. We could you. You could start there where Coheed and Cambria are already at the cabin, Odorous arrives. But you could also damn it. Was... There, there are no rules to <laughs> this. Listen, no no listen, listen, I fucked up. I actually just fucked up because I had already it, I'm ar- keep in mind, I'm arguing Coheed. I had already written them off and I was about to say you could just do it next round with Odorous. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's not good. Like, that's not <laughs> like, just literally. That's what I was about to fucking say. So I don't know. Like we could do that, but yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay, because because Coheed beat out Ghostface. I don't remember how that battle went. Right. So they uh, pretty they, pretty shortly because Ghostface is not uh, any, yeah. yeah superhuman or anything like yeah. that. It was well, I guess best the, at best. Yeah, I guess it ended up being more of like a like a like a space like it was for uh, them it was more it was it was more of a, a murder movie where they were trying to sneak up and hide that hide among the crowd to take them out well, and they couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. That's right, and then Coheed gets him. Or, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cam- Cambria, Cambria killed him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so um. Yeah, where where is this happening at? I guess to start. I mean, I mean. So, do you want to start where he's already going after the lament configuration, or do we want to? Yeah, do you want to yeah, save? I, do you want to save that for the I, I another think, round? I think we use yeah. the lament configuration to lure orders to his next battleground against yeah. whoever you know. Assuming. If, uh, again, assuming he wins. God damn, dude! Like. <laughs> I just it's hard I man. It's, it's it's like Superman versus an ant, dude. No, like I don't really, No, not really though because like Cody yeah, and Cambria, Cambria are, Cambria are intergalactic powerful. super powerful um yeah. uh, almost omniscient beings like Yeah. Where Odorous, yes, he's a fucking badass barbarian, but he doesn't know the future like these guys do. He doesn't have the navy of twenty-seven planets or whatever it is they have behind them if they need it. Yeah. They don't have the magic. Yeah. They don't have their son Praxis from the future who robs mm. banks in a badass breakdancing scene. I love that. I'm sorry. I really like But if we're bringing all that in, then Odor then then Odorous has the rest of Guar in the, the doesn't he have an oh, army? The, uh, yeah. yeah. Well I mean we you know because well, that's what like I'm he, saying. Like, we'd have this would be like kind of a Marvel battle, Marvel esque battle, where it's going to be like he's probably 
just tear an ass in a kick-ass space hog just yeah. across the stars. Uh, probably leaving behind a planet he just had sex with every orifice available. Yep. <laughs> yep. Indiscriminate orifice. Indiscriminate, dude. Like, is that a tree? Oh, it burns. Is that a tree? Not. <laughs> admittedly, I wish that I I knew more about the universe of Coheed and Cambria because I know that there are specific points of it that are very based in like warfare and are very based in like yeah. you know that kind of thing. Um but I I just you know and, and I guess I guess like my 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 point for for bringing that up is like maybe that's that's something to go off of because I know that like like there's Well, there, I'm going to say Coheed and Cambria like, would definitely um, recognize the fact that Odorous is incredibly dangerous. So he yeah. needs to yes. be they, he, they, he needs to be stopped. Based, but based, because... based on based on the story and and what I know of of these characters, like they they're not like like just regular people as far as I know. Like they have some kind of like you know some kind of ability to them. Like there's there's something yeah. else. Yeah, Cambria especially. She's like omnipotent, uh, telepathic, Got mind control, mind psychic control. blasts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, forming psychic energy into tangible objects, so like green lanterning it, and like that's that's kind of cool. Hasn't Odorous also traveled through time? Yeah. So the future knowledge no, no, kind of no. Oh, time no. works differently where he's from. I don't think he's traveled through time. Uh, I'm pretty sure oh, that his whole okay. thing is that. The universe he comes from, time moves much quicker. So that's why he's oh. 50 billion years old in our universe and negative 14 in his. Oh, okay. Again, yeah. that is the uh, resin-stained grasping at straws that my brain is doing for understanding Odorous's lore because admittedly I don't know much but what I have researched tells me he's not a time traveler he's a, he's a dimension traveler who's experienced different time speeds that's why he's like 50 billion years old yeah okay so okay and and <laughs> via um interview with Odorous uh, apparently, Dave Brocky <laughs> is his like like soul story. Yes, Dave Brocky is. Gotta <laughs> point that out. I saw now. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So this is a pretty even match. I don't think we have a lower hand then. No, no, not really. Okay. I didn't really realize move. I had such a strong match. Well, yeah, I mean, when when you when you take into consideration that both of them are, well, are centered in you know intergalactic conquest in a sense, yeah, it's it's fairly you know you could argue that they both because like I feel like you'd have to have That's... the same kind of uh like like knowledge of it and the same kind of like expertise and being able to like defend yourself right. So okay, so let me do. Let me set this up. Fucking uh, based off what you just said, Aaron. Basically, both armies show up at a planet that they both want, 
And they decide to send down their leaders to battle it out for victory of the planet. Two giant armies hanging in the sky while these... Yeah. While Odorous stands across the field from Coheed and Cambria. Hmm. Okay. But naked. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which already puts Odorous at an advantage. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's yeah. got the distraction on his side. Yeah. God, and like, yeah. so, so like, is that thing his penis? <laughs> it's talking to me. <laughs> and, like, the the problem, <laughs> yeah, the problem, the problem with with like trying to to defend Coheed is that like the the storyline of it, just speaking about that is so dense. There's so many different points of it and like points of it that I don't even really know how to explain and stuff because there is you know there's the armory wars which is their entire like you know their their whole like battle there's like yeah. the you know the four the four albums there's like the crowing and stuff that happens at the whole event and stuff and like like so trying to trying to piece the two together so I guess like you know if we could kind of like reach like a general idea of, I would say of height what, of the armory wars right yeah like, uh, yeah. That's where I would I would generally say like they're at the height of their powers before all the bad shit goes down. Yeah, and they come across odors. Yeah, who is top of his game? Fucking raw dog and planets. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> impregnate <laughs> impregnating planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all yeah. So yeah, we, so, we yeah, basically they're, they're, have like an end game style. Yep. Showdown, throwdown, standoff. Only instead of him like, I'll shred this universe down to its last atom. He's like, I will fuck this universe down to its last atom. Yeah. <laughs> but are we are we going with are we going with uh they meet above a planet and they send them both down? Yeah. All three down? Alright. Alright, so it's a fucking hand to hand combat. Yep, I think it's gonna get down to just straight physical prowess. It's like you know, D and D terms. Still, it's it's a barbarian versus a couple sorcerers. Yeah, kind of. But do they? Oh yeah. So yeah, Kohi has sort of like they, she can do the Green Lantern thing. Don't look uh, for the collector's edition of the Amory Wars and fucking this listing is four hundred and fifty dollars for the complete set hardcover. Yep. Oh shit! The only one. Hang on. What's the Armory Wars? That, that's their like series yeah, for they have, like, like Cody and Camry. Yeah. It's like wow. where like their lore comes from, really. Yeah, the only one I've been able to find is the second one. That's why I picked it up. But anywhere else, I've just like it's apparently it's like a big. Oh, dude, they like don't even sell it anymore. Apparently, yeah, like they don't. It's, they haven't. It's, it's, it's like it's been totally out of press for long enough. Like holy yeah. shit! I had the four. Well. The four of us should go to fucking uh, Motor City Comic Con this year. I'm down. Bet you find it there. I bet you find it there. Yeah, I found a sweet ass Samurai Jack comic one time that was just oh so good. So uh yeah, dude, just across the field it's gonna start, dude. They just are gonna fight. Let them fight. All right. So okay, uh what is uh uh or wait, 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 which one can do the Green Lantern thing? Cambria. Cambria. What does Kohi do? He's the beast. 
Okay, so he's just he's gonna do he's Mark just gonna Mark charge. Mark. He's just gonna fucking charge right at Odorous. Just off the rip. He's just gonna fucking charge and Cambria is going to like try yeah, there's no fucking her telekinesis doesn't even work on Odorous. So uh, Kohi has his left arm that can turn into a blade and his right arm can turn into a cannon. No. So he's launching cannon fire at Odorous. Odorous is dot. Well, I can't speak for Odorous, but he's launching cannon fire at Odorous, fucking trying to get close to him to get him with the blade while Cambria is fucking like trying to use her, tele her, her psychic powers on him, but it's not working. So she just tries to like mm, come up with some kind of defense or something for, for Coheed. So, hey, real quick, um, I don't know if you guys have read through the wiki, but I'll, I guess I'll just set this up so that we kind of have an idea of, of who we're talking about. So, Coheed says, husband of Cambria, he harbors the Monstar virus, which when triggered causes the cooling star, or the yeah, cooling of the star transformers that holds the planets in the key work. Um, that's lore type stuff. Uh, blades can protrude from his left arm and his right arm is robotic, turning him into some kind of cannon previously members of yeah, that's that's all like lore stuff. Uh, so he has at his disposal um, two blades and one arm that is robotic. Cambria, uh, wife of Coheed, she possesses some type of psychic or clairvoyant abilities, like we stated. Uh, White Runner takes her own life at the end of set. Yeah, she appears. Yeah, okay, so that's all kind of canon stuff too. So I guess that doesn't really matter. So basically, yeah, like. That's that's kind of just like added knowledge to what Coheed is, you know, what he's able to do. I wish, you know, you know who would be great for this debate? Fucking, uh, um, um, shit. Why am I blanking on names? Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he was talking about, I swear to God, he remembers. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Keep keep going. Keep keep rolling. Well, 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 well it's your yeah, move. It's, it's your move. move. Is it? Yeah. Cody's running at you. Cambria's trying to come up with some kind of defense for him because the telekinesis won't work. Okay. Um. Odorous is like dodging cannon fire while Co while Cody's running at him with the blade. So I guess he kind of like because. I don't know, does like does Odorous have like a main like, <laughs> offense? Does he have like a main uh yeah, by the You're way? A giant fucking weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess they kind of like they they you know they do like a big anime clash. Oh yeah, <laughs> Clash the Titans kind of deal. Yes. Going at it. yes. Injustice yes. two where they get a one liner in at each other before they keep on battling. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, by the way. Who's who's who else? Oh, my of. roommate. My old roommate. Oh, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I was blanking on names. I feel like he'd be good to defend. Yeah, he would have. Anyway, great at that. Yeah. I um, do feel like. Well, is Co Cody and Camry? Are they are they like humanoids? Are they do they look like us? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so then I I would probably assume then that. Coheed is a little bit more nimble than Odorous might be, but 
Well, Ordos has got yeah. strength behind him. Like by far, by far. I don't. It would. It would. Yeah, Kohi would have to hit him way more times to to get anything done. Uh, so he's coming at him, firing cannons, fucking back and forth. We clash with the Titans, and then uh, fall out from that, and then fucking uh, he starts launching the fucking cannons again, and then uh. He, he yeah he hits odorous a few times. Okay, yeah, I think oh, he's gonna get he'll, he'll get a point. few shots in. Yeah, yeah. I don't see him going too much. But ultimately, that pisses odorous off. Yeah, it, that's that's yeah. more of like just an annoyance than anything. Yeah, yeah. So he goes oh, after yeah. that arm. Yeah. So I guess I guess the like the it, does he does he go after him and does he like. Does he like, like fatality? Does he like is it like a like a one two thing? Like he goes after Coheed first. Uh, you remember like- uh, that the f- end of the first episode of Invincible? What vaguely? He does what he does to Darkwing to him. Just no, I'm thinking. He- uh, what was it? Pop! Just pops the dude's head. And the- you remember that? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. guy when he's just like, ah, he's like punching it real fast. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of beats him down, uh, takes him out of it for a second. So he's still he's still able to like he's just kind of like knocked out at this point. I feel like. Well, I was kind of thinking that fucking Odorous gets pits off. I was kind of thinking Odorous gets pissed off at the fucking cannon arm. So he pulls a move to take that arm off. Once he's got that one off, obviously he's gonna come in with the blade. He blocks it, chops that arm off, and then off with the head. Just very and the, yeah. And fucking then Cambria just loses her fucking mind. Grabs him with the fucking telekinesis and throws him now skywards. Yeah. No, 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 no. Now she just like just she, I mean the telekinesis isn't working, but her Green Lantern shit is. So she just makes a hand out of the ground come up out of dirt and just fucking grabs him and smashes him on the ground. Oh, yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Mm. I also feel like Odorous would be able to block that somehow. I think I think he's going to be kind of... Well, like it comes up right from him. under him. Yeah, it goes like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like engulfs him. And then, like, yeah, it just goes up and then just, like, it doesn't, like, throw it. just goes, like, straight back down to the ground and just smashes him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because it's not exactly tangible. You well, it is, but it isn't. No. Everything from me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, this is okay. the Witch versus Thanos now. Yeah. yeah. So she's fucking throwing all the fucking shit at him, fucking making like all sorts of like weird weaponry that she can. And that's when Odorus goes, the Hellfire! The fucking ships overhead just start yes! going to fucking yeah. war. Yes! Yes! As soon as, as soon as one of Odorus's ships makes a move, they had orders to just open fire on the whole line. Yes. Yep. Do we dodge Odorous, the scene Odorous would like, in the fog? Odorus would like be over? like reveling in the fucking bloodshed above him while Cambria would be all like, the loss right. of life is so great. Right. <laughs> fuck it. No, no, no. Like, yeah, she's got him raised up, but fucking, but you're right. Like, Odorous, like, it's not really totally tangible, so he can fucking take care of it. 
He's seen that shit before. Yeah, yeah. This is nothing new to him. Yeah. No, like that, that to me is what. Yeah, that to me is what feels like I, I just I give him the advantage. I guess this is like the knowledge. Of so he kind of lets her do her thing. Yeah. He he he. Le- then he realizes, oh, I got this. Yeah. And he tells his ships to launch on the other ships because he knows the army's got it. And then he fucking just breaks through, starts breaking through all her shit. Just walking yeah, through it. Yep. Walking at her. Yep. And then just like compresses her. Just puts one hand on her head and just splurp. I was going to say he just bites her head off, but that works. That's it. I like that. This is xylophones her in real life. Yeah, it's, it's a little less zany than mine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, like, fucking she pops back up like a Tom and Jerry cartoon and just. Yeah, no, I like that. He just picks her up and fucking bites her head clean off. And that's that's the game. That's there it the is. That's, that's the end of Coheed and Cambria. It was rigged from the start, and you know it. It was. Oh, God, we I can't lie. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know if we did Coheed and Cambria justice, but I feel like we did. I'm sure we it. didn't. So, and um, uh, anybody uh, that, out there that's listening that wants to uh, raid our social media pages and scream and rant about it, bring it on, dude. <laughs> I've got tomorrow off. I will come at all of you. I'm paying <laughs> hundreds of dollars to read these well, comics. Well, if, if if you know anything about Coheed that could have given them the advantage, you know, you'd comment. Yeah. Do that old shit. Yeah, let, let us, us know, know how ignorant we are in the sense of Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. Yeah, and if there's also a, a fucking fight in the past that you're still mad about, please let us yeah. know. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely do, because uh, there have been quite a few upsets, and we have changed quite a few rules on the fly for the rule of cool. And and uh, any fucking favorites you got in future matches, let us know. Yep. Yeah, because we got a weird fucking this, semifinals. Th- oh, so, this oh, is no, going to be this is the quarterfinals. This is quarterfinals. So yeah, this is the quarterfinals. Next, uh, next episode will be recorded. Uh, li- I mean, this one was, but it was to an empty room because we didn't tell anyone. Um, right. <laughs> but the quarterfinals will be live on the Swamp Club Discord server. So go ahead and look. There's links below this. Posting on Spotify. There should be one on the YouTube make, video. Yeah, send me a link for that so I can put I it there. Will, I will do that. I'll make sure I send you what doesn't expire. Uh, I will. There's the links are everywhere. Get on the Swamp Club uh, on Discord and head over to the Bog Talk Live Studio. You'll be able to listen to the quarterfinals live. We'll be maybe taking some chime ins uh, if we get to a point where we'd be normally rolling dice. Maybe we'll uh, bring in a member from the audience. Can bring in a chair. Or a multiversal equivalent. I don't know. Or maybe right, yeah. they didn't know something, you know, they they, they pull yeah. some reference, you know what I mean? If, like if you've got something, I mean yeah. next that so the quarterfinals are as follows. Uh next episode will be Ultron versus the Joker. Oh, the yeah. Mermaider wielding all black the Necro Sword versus Thanos. <laughs> and then as you heard earlier tonight, Leprechaun versus Eddie. And then oh, the man. future Mothman Cenobite versus Odorous Ungress. I'm personally excited for that one solely because so I'm waiting for Odorous to encounter the Cenobites. 
That's gonna be sick. It's yeah, be yeah that'll be interesting. Um, it's gonna end up with Odorous fucking becoming a Senna by himself, but also not being part of the limit configuration because he's too powerful for it. So uh, are are we gonna are we gonna how are we deciding who argues who are we gonna do that uh, off air? I think we're gonna do that off uh, off recording. Uh, okay, and we'll come at it full we'll surprise. All right. Um, All right. So uh, as always, we'll get on there and place uh, place your bets, people. It's uh, quarterfinals are happening next week. Of the multiverse murder fest. Yes, multiverse and everybody, uh, fucking bog talk now has an Instagram. Yes, yes, yeah. get over there. Get over. Bog Shit. talk podcast on Instagram, man. Yes, that up, follow us. We're gonna be starting to put more sound bites and stuff on. Yes, uh, we've got some stuff from the cutting room floor from the last episode that uh, we'll be posting on there and not on our normal pages uh, because it's a, some hot takes. So you guys, um, hot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, go ahead, uh, head over to that uh, Bog Talk podcast over at Instagram. Uh, give us a follow. Tell your friends; it'd be great. We really help us out. Check it out. But do that, and then until next time, everybody. Uh, when we see you again for the quarterfinals of the fucking multiverse murder fest, uh, it's very quickly becoming comic books versus metal. This is going to be great. Yeah, man. I love it. Well, Leprechaun's still holding it up for the fucking horror Lepre- side. Leprechauns right? and, and Mothman's holding it up for the cryptids. So, like, this yep. side, it could be anything, man. We don't know. Uh, well, I mean, the Mermaider is also encrypted. Oh, yeah. yeah Technically, yeah. He's only wielding a comic book item, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, oh, my God. That's the fucking upgrade have... of this fucking whole conversation. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have the ultimate DC versus Marvel coming up. The Ultron yeah. versus Joker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's going to be a big one. one. Yeah. So, uh, once again, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been a... F- this- it's just been a fucking trip, man, doing this uh, uh, every week, week to week. Uh, so fun. Uh, I always look forward to it. Always, Me too. Always mm-hmm. look forward to it. Um, hope you do too. Uh, hope next week you join us over in that Discord so that you can uh, hear us live, um, hear the stuff that sometimes gets cut out. Uh, yeah. And, you know, jump in and participate with us a little bit, man. It's going to be a blast. Uh, we hope to see you there. But until then... Somebody else want to take it? I was kind of leading off. This is bent. <laughs> <laughs> I was making you say like stay swampy or something. Stay <laughs> swampy. Stay fucking boggy. You know what? You know what I was thinking? We need we need like an intro or an outro thing. If we're gonna do this for like a season two. Oh yeah, no, no. next next season's gonna be way bigger production values. We're gonna have sound yeah. words, <laughs> uh, <laughs> art, everything. <laughs> Yeah, we got it. Yeah, definitely. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, something oh like that. Yeah. Anyway. We have like a fucking like boxing ring bell. Like, ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. I'll, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll look into one. Uh, they can't be too expensive, right? Nobody watches <laughs> boxing anymore. Uh, that's not true. All of the, the YouTubers and the TikTokers that are doing boxing yeah, stuff and after nowadays. That last one, nobody watches boxing anymore. That's also true. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, all right, everyone. That's uh, let's just we'll, we'll go ahead and fire off our socials. We already talked about the Bog Talk podcast Instagram, but if you want to follow my personal, I am Bograth underscore Mike. 
on Instagram. Oh, I'm Alexander the Wraith at Instagram. I'm Aaron underscore BW at Instagram. Lost in the Dark podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we also, have been lost in the bog. Thanks for being yeah. lost with us, everybody. We will see you next time. Good night. Good night. Lost in the Bog, Bog Talk, and all the other fine shows available at the Bog Talk Podcast Network here are brought to you by Soapbox Media.